Welcome to MLB.com Extras, Yankees edition. This is Britt Giroli here with Yankees.com reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, first of all, we talked about this last week. Give us an update on this Yankee book that you've got going. Oh, sure. Yeah, we're almost done with it, which is really exciting. Been kind of doing double duty for a little while here, but uh, it's a uh, look back at the 2009 Yankees 10 years later, catching up with everybody. So putting the finishing touches on it right now with Mark Feinstein, and um, it's available for pre-order on Amazon, which is really cool. We got some cover art up, too, finally. So uh, we're both very excited about it, and hopefully uh, all the Yankee fans will go out and relive what was a really special time in uh, franchise history, but um, you know, maybe the Yankees this year uh, to celebrate that 10th anniversary can bring another title home. They've been they've been waiting that long to get back to a World Series, so we'll see. Hey, you've certainly been busy, Brian. I mean, last night you were with Dylan Betances, who talked about wanting to get Manny Machado. So, kind of tell us what that conversation was like, and do you agree with him? <laughs> uh, Dylan made it very clear there was kind of no middle ground on uh, where he was staying. He didn't couch it at all. He he said. I'm hoping we get him. I'm keeping up with it. Um, he's cheering for it. You know, Dylan played with Machado during the 2017 World Baseball Classic. They were both on the roster for the Dominican. He said that he'd be a great presence in the clubhouse. He would put them over the top. He's what they need to kind of reclaim the American League East from the Red Sox. And, you know, the sting is still there from being bounced in the the division series by Boston and having to go watch them go on and win the World Series. I, I think that... You know, talking to Dell, and I said, "How long did it take you to get over that?" And he said, "I'm still not over it." Um, you know, he's got a lot of friends and family in the New York area who actually are Boston fans. Um, so I, I think that he's kind of exposed to it. They're kind of teasing him all this way, and um, he, he'd like to see them kind of answer that and go get this big guy out there who, um, you know, as as Dellen said, could hit over 300, hit 30 bombs in Yankee Stadium, and really make a big difference for this Yankee team for for next season. Yeah, and he has plenty of other stuff to say, right? He's happy about bringing back CeCe and, and uh, Brett Gardner, of course. Uh, is that unusual for Bedances, or is he kind of an always a guy who speaks his mind, Brian? Well, I think that he's kind of – he's now one of the veterans on this team. He's not one of the rookies anymore, so I feel like he's grown into that role a little bit. And, you know, I remember when he came up and he was kind of the rookie in the in the corner who kept his mouth uh, – I don't want to say kept his mouth shut, but he, he was quiet and let, let the guys like the CC and the Gardner do the talking. But I think now he's got that big league resume. He obviously feels good about the, the way he was able to finish the season strong. Uh, the, the season didn't start the way he hoped to, but he, he finished it strong. And quite a reversal from last year when, if you remember, uh, in the playoffs, Joe Girardi kept going to Batanzas, and at some point they just had to give up on him because it wasn't there. Um, this year for Aaron Boone, complete opposite. Uh, he could trust Batanzas in big spots. Uh, and when you got a guy who's 6'8 coming in with the kind of stuff that Dellen does, uh, I mean, that's nasty as long as he can throw strikes and his mechanics are in line. So, uh, he's going to be a big part of this Yankee team next year, and I, I think that uh, they, they want to go and make some noise in the postseason. I, I, I think that coming off a year when they were one win away from going to the World Series to be bounced in the first round the way they were, uh, obviously they got past the wild card game, but as far as the division series, the first round, um, I, I think that was a disappointment for everybody in that room, and um, you know, I, I think... Betances speaks for a lot of those guys when he says uh, he's willing to bring on a, a guy like Machado and, or whoever can get them over the hump and, and reclaim that American League East. 
And, and and to kind of switch topics here a little bit, Brian. So Brian Cashman, Yankees GM, is, is sleeping on the streets of New York City. Uh, I got an email about this yesterday. What What's going on here? Um, I know he likes to, you know, throw himself off buildings and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Is this one of those um, similar things, I guess? <laughs> well, he's done this a few years now for, for Covenant House, which is a uh, charity in the New York area that raises awareness for uh, homeless youth. And um, I, I think that I, I don't know how many general managers have ever slept outside on a sidewalk. I, I would imagine it's probably one out of 30. Um, it, he does this every year and, I'm always amazed by it because obviously he's the general manager of the Yankees. He doesn't have to do this, but it's a it's a great cause. He gets behind it, and uh, that's part of the reason why he's being honored by the New York chapter of the Baseball Writers Association in January for his community service. He's he's getting an award for that, and I don't think he does it for the recognition of the awards. You know, he does that thing where he dangles off the rooftop as part of the, uh, the holiday celebration in Stamford, Connecticut. But this one really impresses me that the fact that. I mean, it's going to be cold tomorrow in New York City. I, I think they're talking about getting snow, um, and he's going to be out there in a sleeping bag on the sidewalk in midtown Manhattan. I, I just uh, – all the respect in the world for Brian Cashman because, as I said, he doesn't have to do this kind of stuff. He could just as easily write a check and and be done with it. But he, he puts his money where his mouth is, and he'll be out there on the street. And, you know, he brings his cell phone with him. He can still make negotiations, and he brings a little uh, battery pack so he can charge the phone. But – um, he'll be a cranky Yankee in the morning when he wakes up and goes to the Yankee Stadium, that's for sure. Yeah, I was going to ask about his cell phone. Well, that's good to know because the Yankees, as you know, are never quiet, never not involved in trade rumors. And, uh, you know, I was reading the other day that Dallas Keuchel, who's now one of the most available pitchers on the, the free agent market, said he would shave his beard for the right opportunity. So um, could the Yankees be a, a perfect fit there, do you think? I think so. I, I think that for a certain dollar amount, I think anybody would shave their beard. You know, I, I remember back in the day when people would talk to David Price, and David Price, when he was with Tampa Bay, said, oh, no, I'll never shave my beard for the Yankees. It's like, come on. Yes, you will. I mean, you would. Obviously, it worked out that he didn't have to, and now he's on the other side in Boston. But of course he would. I mean, there's a certain dollar amount that would make anybody do that. And uh, we've seen countless guys. Hey, look, if Johnny Damon can do it, anybody can do it. So um, I think that Keuchel is right on that list. I, I think you can throw him in with a Patrick Corbin or a Jay Happ. They brought back Sabathia, which kind of bolsters the rotation a little bit. But uh, there's more work to be done there. So I, I think that guys like that, um, you know, there's been talk with the, the Yankees in Cleveland. I know that um, – They've checked in on Carlos Carrasco and Corey Kluber, and I, I think they're probably checking in on every possibility out there. But Keiko, Keiko's an interesting fit. You remember in the 2015 wildcard game, he came into Yankee Stadium, and he shut them down, and I, I know he's not exactly the same pitcher, but I, I think uh, with his stuff, his arsenal, that would go well to Yankee Stadium being a ground ball guy, uh, left-hander in Yankee Stadium. I, I think that he would like the bright lights in New York. I think that's something he would adjust to well. He's obviously pitched well in postseason situations before, so I, I think he could fit in a lot of ways. I, I think that Corbin is still going to be their number one target, and, and maybe Jay Happ a two after that, but maybe you want to say Keiko's a 2A. I, I could definitely see that. Uh, I guess it just depends how much money he's going to be asking for, and I feel like Jay Happ would probably come cheaper at this point in his career. Yeah, certainly something to keep an eye on. We'll see if uh, Brian Cashman can stay warm and, and make any kind of news here leading up to the winter meetings. Brian, as always, thanks for the great insight. Uh, I'm Britt Giroli. We are signing off on the latest MLB.com Extras Yankees edition. <laughs>